This is The Pet Show with America's favorite pet expert, Warren Eckstein. Warren's the author of How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want, How to Get Your Cat to Do What You Want, and he's here to answer all your pet and animal questions. Now, say hello to Warren Eckstein. Is your Rottweiler acting a bit too rambunctious? Does your favorite feline have you in a frenzy? Are your pugs behaving a little too thuggish? Well, if you love animals, and obviously you do, care about wildlife and the environment, and want to learn how to understand your dogs and cats, well, almost as well as they understand you, if you're confused about your pet's behavior, or just want to improve your pet's lifestyle, stay tuned, because once again, right here, right now, it is time for the Pet Show, America and Canada's first and only real pet psychology, pet training, pet behavior, and of course, pet lifestyle show, so hop up on my couch. Uh, bring those adorable little furry buddies with you folks because it is that time once again to let the animal analyzing begin. Hello everybody, I'm Warren Eckstein. This is the Pet Show, the place where we absolutely, positively, never a doubt about it, love, adore, and as I stress every single week, respect pets and animals as much as you do. By the way, if you'd like to join me on the Evergrowing Pet Show family, if you have a question about your dog, they're jumping, they're digging, they're humping, your cat scratching your favorite chair, refuses to use the litter box, you get the idea. If you have a question about your pet or you want to find out why they're doing some of the things they're doing, how to resolve it, Great time to give me a call. And just let me remind everyone, if you happen to be a new listener to The Pet Show or a radio listener to The Pet Show, I have the most incredible sponsors in the world. They've been with me for years and years and years. So everyone, everyone that calls into The Pet Show today and does, in fact, get through to me live and talk to me on the air will be getting a fabulous, fabulous gift for their dog or cat. Many of the items I give away, 25, 35, 45, and more. So it's a great time to give me a call. I will answer your questions. And at the same time, a great gift will be on its way for your best friend. The phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255. 8255. That's 877-725-8255. That is the way to get through. Plenty of time for your calls. Lots of great stuff to give away as well. I'll give you a list a little bit later. Let me tell you what is coming up on the show today. You know, you hear me use the term counter conditioning, but what does it really mean? As a behaviorist trainer, nothing, I mean, nothing interests me more than changing a dog or cat's behavior and emotions from the in inside out, not the outside in, but from the inside out. My explanation coming up in a little bit. We ran out of time last week, so the question we're going to talk about today is, why do dogs have tails? They have them. Why do they have them? They need them? Does your dog really need a tail? Why do dogs have tails? That coming up. Also interesting, real interesting topic. In the field of veterinary medicine, it's referred to as canine dysfunctional behavior. The behaviors associated with autism might be similar in dogs. So the question came up, can dogs be autistic? Can dogs be autistic? I have the answer coming up a little bit later. Plenty of time for your questions and comments. As I said, lots of great stuff to give away. So if your dog or cat is is jumping, humping, digging, scratching, barking, not using the litter box, not eating, eating too much, surfing your countertops, your dog hates other dogs and some people, Your poor dog suffering with separation anxiety. 
your cat's depressed, keeps you up at night, or you just realize that your dogs and cats might be just a little bit brighter than you, great time to give me a call. Again, that phone number, 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255. That is the way to get through. And the question of the day, and hear me out on this one. I'd love to get your, your take on it. Do cats... I heard this the other day. Someone sent this to me. Do cats love their guardians as much as dogs do? Do cats love the people they live with more than dogs love the people they live with? Dog people say yes. What do you cat people say? Give me a call. Let me know. I'll send you a great gift. 877-725-8255. Let me start out with a phone call, and then I'll give you a list of all the great stuff I'm giving away. But right now, let me go to my friend, Shirley. Hey, Shirley, welcome to the Pet Show. Good to talk to you. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, it's my Uh, pleasure, Shirley. What's up? I have a five-year-old rescue, very attached to us. And um, actually, she's 10, but we've had her for five years. And uh, we want to go on vacation without her. And uh, it doesn't look like the kids are an option. So where do we start? And does it should it be in the house with somebody coming here? Or what is your thought? Stay home, Shirley. Where are you going? <laughs> we have for a long time. Ah, <laughs> oh, believe me, I know that feeling. There's a couple of things I would recommend. First of all, the dog is going to be stressed. What type of dog is it? It's a Chihuahua Papillon mix. Ah, uh, what a combination, a butterfly dog and a chihuahua. Yeah. Here's what I want you to understand. Do you ever leave the dog alone now when you guys go out to dinner, yes. shopping, whatever? Yes. And what We've happens? We've left her as, as much as uh, eight hours. No problem? No problem. So what's Very your big panic now? How how long are you going away for? Oh, one week. Okay. What I'd like you to do is it's going to be stressful enough for your dog because you're not going to be there. The dog loves you. So right. what you need to do is you need to make sure that we alleviate the stress as best we can. The best thing we can do right now is let the dog stay where he's most comfortable. Where do you think that is? Your home, home. Shirley. Right. What I would do is I would find a licensed and bonded or get a recommendation of a pet sitter from your veterinarian or at the local dog park, someone people have been using for a long time. I would oh, check goodness. them out the same way I would check out a pediatrician for a child. I would have them come. I would pay them to come over for when are you leaving? Uh, not till May 1st. Okay, I would have them come over once or twice a week, pay them for a little trip, even if they stay for five or ten minutes, just to get accustomed to your dog and have your dog get accustomed to them. Let them walk and hang with your dog while you're present. I would also tell them to leave an article of their clothing with you before you leave so the dog is now getting used to it. I think you're going to be absolutely fine once the dog realizes that this person staying with them is not just someone coming in, but it's now a friend of his because you've given him the opportunity to get introduced and really establish a relationship. That's exactly what I do with my own dogs. When I leave Molly and Willie, and you know how much I adore Molly and Willie, my right. rescue guys, when I leave Molly and Willie, they will be at home with their, they have an English nanny. I'm sorry to say, but my dogs have an English nanny. It's just the way it is. Uh, but she will be staying with Molly and Willie when Denise and I travel. Uh, so that would be the best approach. Just make sure that whoever you have, you make sure you check them out carefully. Make sure they have all the information of your kids, where you're going to be, your veterinarian, any really pertinent information they need to know, and I think you'll be absolutely fine. 
Oh, that sounds good. Never, I didn't think of those uh, possible recommendations uh, at a dog park. That's that's a good idea. Well, thank you. Thank no, you Shirley, Shirley don't go anywhere. I'm trying to think. Well, you know what, Shirley? You seem like such a nice lady. I'm trying to think what I want to send you. You know what? Shirley, I'm going to put you on hold, and I am going to send you, you lucky devil, because it's one of my best gifts. I'm going to send you a jar of my own brand-new Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treats, the 4-in-1 product. If you have your brand-new pet guardian sitter coming over, have her give the dog some of these treats, and I guarantee you they'll have an amazing bond. Hey, the phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255. Plenty of time for your calls. Let me tell you what I'll be giving away on today's show. As I said, many of the items were 25, 35, 40 bucks and more. I'll be giving away, as you just heard, my own brand new four in one hugs and kisses vitamin mineral supplement treats. I'll be giving away the most incredible cat litter. It's called Cat's Incredible Cat Litter. I'll be giving some of that away. I'll be giving Lucy pet food away for both dogs and cats. Authorsuit gold for hips and joints. Those amazing t shirts that say, None of my friends walk upright. Mushroom Max, copies of my best-selling behavior books, either how to get your dog to do what you want or how to get your cat to do what you want, and hemp seed oil for many different uh, remedies. Again, great time to give me a call. Everyone that calls and gets to me live, even if you just answer the question, do cats love their guardians as much as dogs, or you want to brag about a new dog or cat you rescued, give me a call. I will send you a great gift. 877-725-8255-877-725-8255. You know, when your name is on the label, and my name is on the label, when your reputation is on the line, and my reputation's been on the line for over 35 years, that's the promise I made with my Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplements for Dogs and Cats. Now, I've taken your suggestions from over the years and upgraded this favorite product. Introducing the brand new 4-in-1 Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treats. Now enriched with glucosamine and chondroitin to help treat and prevent issues with hips, joints, and bones. I added prebiotics as well as probiotics to the new 4-in-1 to improve gut health and increase the absorption of vitamins and minerals from your pet's regular diet. Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Supplements content is boosted with vitamin C, zinc, folic acid, biotin. Hugs and Kisses now has added omega-3, 6, and 9, along with lecithin for the most incredible skin and coat your dog or cat has ever had, shedding down to a bare minimum, hairballs just about gone, and dander and dry skin, a thing of the past. I also eliminated wheat, corn, and soy the most common allergens for your pets. My Hugs and Kisses 4-in-1 will optimize your pet's health at any age with essential antioxidants to fortify the nutritional needs of both dogs and cats. So do this. Keep your dogs and cats happy. Keep them healthy by feeding my own brand new 4-in-1 Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treats every day. Hugs and Kisses is available at Amazon.com, Walmart.com, Wish.com, or my website, ThePetShow.com. Or you can call my office directly at 1-800-430-4847. That's 1-800-430 and the word hugs. Again, hugs and kisses available at Amazon.com, Walmart.com, Wish.com, ThePetShow.com, or call 1-800-430-HUGS today. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. 
back on the pet show. We got uh, we got uh, Joanne in Missouri, Shari in Michigan, Kerry in Arkansas, Gerard in Delaware, Mitchell in Vermont, all over the place. Right now, it's uh, Joanne's turn in Missouri. Hey, Joanne, welcome to the pet show. Hi. Yeah, uh, I don't have a pet myself. I can't afford them, but I'm a, I'm old and, and disabled and on a fixed income. Yeah. But my neighbor. My neighbors have these wonderful dogs, and I get a visit with them often. <laughs> and I wanted to wanted to have some treats for them. And sometimes I get like uh, when I cook up a, a roast, I'll have some fat that I've trimmed off and rendered out for crackling. And I was wondering if it's okay to give them such a thing as a treat. It's, but yeah, it's okay to give them a treat, but I, I'm not thrilled with what you're giving them as a treat. I'm not thrilled about the fat as a treat. There are treats on the market that they should get as a treat that's made specifically for dogs or specifically for cats. But giving them, uh, you know, fat, it has the same, you know, it has the same problems with us. It can cause all different situations, diabetes, other things. So I don't think it's a great idea to give them the fat from a roast you're cooking. I'd rather you give them a treat made specifically for dogs or cats. So what I'll do, Joanne, how about if I send you some treats? Well, it, I don't, uh, can't really afford anything, but. I didn't, did I say anything about money, Joanne? They're wonderful little puppies. My neighbor had one of them out today, and I was just playing with a little bitty uh, chihuahua mix, little girl dog. All right, Joanne, Joanne, let me do this. Let me do this, okay? I don't care how much money you have or don't have. You're a big animal lover. I'm putting you on hold, and I am going to send you a jar of my own Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treats, okay? It's the best product on the market. It'll make the dogs feel better and look better. I know I'm bragging, but that's just the way it is. So, what I'm gonna, you don't have to pay for it. I'm sending it to you free. Shipping is free. It's coming free right to your door. And bless you. And the reason I'm doing that, Joanne, is I can hear in your voice how much, I mean, I, you're, you're older and you're not feeling well, but I can hear in your voice the benefits of hanging out with those dogs next door and how they make you feel. So the least I can do is send you some treats so your relationship can even be better than it already is. 877-725-8255, the phone number. Let me go to Shari. Shari, welcome to the Pet Show. Canine Corso. Canine Corso, one of my favorite breeds. I love them. Big dogs, great dogs. Second one I've had. Um, he is four months old, and from day one, he always kind of itched, but now it's continuing. It's like itch in the morning, itch at night, and he's on his natural daily, you know, canine supplements. He's on, um, uh, he, I put him on salmon oil, or I gave him fish oil, then salmon oil. Now he's on coconut oil. I have um, allergy immunity, you know, treats, but... And he's, his food is taste of the wild, bison and venison, nothing chicken, nothing with grains. But um, it seems to be getting worse instead of better. And he has his snacks are freeze-dried liver treats. I just don't know what to stop. I feel so bad for him because he's like... Well, if you're feeding him, if you're feeding him all these phenomenal products that you say you're feeding him, why do you think the skin is dry and why do you think he's scratching so much? I don't know. That's just well. It. Maybe I, maybe, I, maybe the products you're using are not as good as you think they're using. You know, there's a lot of hype out there, a lot of hype. Well, this dog food has this, or or this cat food has that. 
Um, you know, most of them or a lot of these foods are made in the same locations, just under different names. So um, there's nothing wrong with the food you're feeding him. It's, it's, a, it's a fine food that you're feeding him. Uh, and, and you can continue feeding him if you want. Personally, I recommend Lucy Pet Food. Why? Because it has a prebiotic formula, which makes all the difference in the world. But I'm not going to send you any of it. If you want to get Lucy Pet Food, you're going to have to go online and order it yourself. I'm going to send you something different. Have you ever used hemp seed oil with them? No, I have not. I am going to send you some hemp seed oil made by my friends at NatureVet right in Southern California where I live, and I am going to send you the hemp seed oil made specifically, specifically uh, for allergies. And the reason I'm saying, even though I know you have allergies, up, that's the one I want to send you. Now, listen to me. I'm going to send you the hemp seed oil from NatureVet, which by the far way is the safest, healthiest hemp seed you can buy. What I'd like you to do is I want you to start using the hemp seed oil. But if your dog has a constant dry skin itching problem, I think switching over to Lucy Pet Food would be an incredible idea. Now, I'm going to send you the hemp seed oil, but if you want to make the switch, go to Lucy Pet Food or go to Chewy.com or go to Amazon.com. Get yourself some Lucy Pet Food. Start introducing the food gradually into the food you're already feeding him, and that'll make all the difference in the world. In the meantime, i got to move on, Sherry. Love your breed of dog. Keep me posted. I'm going to put you on hold. We're going to send you some hemp seed oil specifically uh, for the allergies, and I do appreciate that phone call. The phone number here, 877-725-8255. Kerry, Jared, Mitchell, Joanna, don't go anywhere. A quick break, then right back to your phone calls, 877-725-8255. I'm Warren Eckstein. You're listening to The Pet Show. And we are back on the Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein. Great time to give me a call. I got a question or a comment. Want to share a super story about a recent dog or cat you rescued. Uh, The question of the day, by the way, is do cats love their guardians as much as dogs do? Uh, Everyone that does call into the Pet Show and get through to me live will get a great gift for their dog or cat. The phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255. Uh, plenty of time for your call, lots of great stuff to give away. We'll get right back to the phones in just a second. Um, the most popular name for dogs and cats of the century, Americans naming their pets princess is as reliable as death and taxes at least according to a survey of pet names from the oldest continually operating pet cemetery in the U.S., a place I spent a lot of time. It's called Hartsdale Pet Cemetery in Hartsdale, New York, was Westchester County. It was founded in 1896 and has over 80,000 pets buried there, an amazing, an amazing place. Among the findings were the discovery that the top cat name over the last century was Tiger and the top dog name was Princess. However, many, many cats were named Princess as well. So Princess, the number one pet name of the century. Hey, the phone number here, 877-725-8255. Plenty of time for your calls. Lots of great stuff to give away. Uh, Let me get back to the phone lines here and let me go to my friend Kerry in beautiful, beautiful Arkansas. Hey, Kerry, welcome to the Pet Show. Hello, how are you? I'm great. How about yourself? I'm good. Thanks for talking to me today. My pleasure. What's up? So I have the sweetest little dog ever in the whole world. No, you don't. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but he, and it's, it's okay. I mean, I think it's just because he loves us, but he licks us all the time. I mean, your feet, your face, your hands, your fingers, your arm, your leg. If he sits next to you, he wants, I mean, in the middle of the night, he just wants to just lick us all the time. So, so Carrie, so Carrie, what's the problem? 
<laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> let me ask you. Let me ask you a couple of questions. What type of dog is it? He is miniature Australian Shepherd and Pomeranian. That's quite a combo there. So my next question to you is: How old is he? I see he's three years old. How long have you had him? Since he was uh, nine weeks old. Okay, and how many puppies were in the litter? Uh, four. Okay. Is he a very confident dog? Is he what? A very confident dog? Yes. Okay. Let's go over why dogs lick. They lick for many different reasons. Sometimes a dog will lick if their mouth hurts them. I don't think that's the case with you. No. Sometimes what will happen is the first thing a, a, a mother does when a litter of puppies is born is lick them to clean them off. And as they're going through the you know, five, six weeks, each mother is licking them every day. They're licking each other every day. So what often happens is when a dog, and you've got quite a combination, you know, the Australian Shepherd and the Pomeranian, both, even though they're, they're little, they're both like, working dogs, you know. And, and so what goes on here is with the licking is that it's kind of a way of, of, of alleviating anxiety, a way of calming themselves down. For many dogs, licking is like a, a, the person who picks up a cigar or, or, or Manhattan after dinner. Uh, it's a way of relaxing. What happens, though, is most guardians like yourself, it becomes an annoyance. And you get away from me. Leave me alone. Stop it. I love you. But you're licking me. You're driving me nuts. Knock it off. And what happens is the dog is getting attention for the licking. And even though it's negative attention, the dog is still getting attention. And just like a child, dogs respond to negative or positive attention. So the best way to resolve this issue, you can't yell at the dog. He's doing something that he's supposed to do, so why would you yell at him? The best thing you can do is when the dog starts to lick, just get up, don't say a word, and walk away. Sometimes the best way to resolve an issue is to ignore an issue. For, some, for example, sometimes, just on my last show, I was talking to someone who had a growling dog, and they said every time the dog growled at him, he yelled and screamed at the dog and just made the dog growl more. That's not a resolution. If the dog is licking, he's licking for a reason. If he's feeling insecure, or he's feeling he wants to calm down or maybe he's a little stressed. So my recommendation for you is to get up and walk away. That's number one. But let me preface this by saying, by the time most dogs are three years old, they will develop some type of dental or periodontal problems. So I just want to make sure the teeth and the gums are in good shape because if the teeth and gums hurt, that can cause excessive licking as well. But as long as the teeth and gums are in good shape, just the way the dog calms himself down and the resolution, carry is simply to walk away, don't say a word. Once a dog realize he's not getting any attention for it, your problem, I promise you, will be over and done with. Does that help you out a bit there? It does. Thank you so much. Oh, don't go anywhere. I'm trying to think of what I want to send you, Carrie. Let me do this. You know what, Carrie? I'm going to put you on hold, and I am going to send Carrie for her dog, just to make sure he's getting all the nutrition he should be getting, Carrie. I'm also going to send you some Lucy Pet Food for him, okay? Make the switch gradually. Start adding some of the Lucy Pet Food. It's got that prebiotic formula, and you're going to notice a major difference in the dog's just overall look and behavior as well. Hey, the phone number here at the Pet Show, 877 877-725-8255. 877-725-8255. 8255. Let me take a quick break. When we come back, we got uh, Jared in Delaware, Mitchell in Vermont, Richard in Canyon City, Colorado. Uh, we're going to get to all your calls, I promise. 877-725-8255, the way to get through. You know, you've heard me talk about Lucy Pet Food for quite a while now. And you know that Lucy Pet Formulas for Life is the food I feed my own rescues, Molly and Willie. And I got to tell you, a day does not go by where I don't get dozens of people saying, Warren, 
thank you for letting us know about Lucy Pet Forms Life Pet Food with that prebiotic formula. What a difference it's made in our dogs or cats. If you want that difference in your pets, then Lucy Pet Food should be in their dishes. Uh, in fact, don't take my word alone. Here's what one of my listeners actually said. Hey, Warren, I wanted to say thank you because I called previously and you had uh, sent me some Lucy Pet Food and the cats just absolutely love it. I got three cats. Two of them are 15 and one of them is three. And I, I mixed it with the generic food that I had before and they loved it. And then I ran out of Lucy Pet, so I kept giving them the other stuff and they would look at me like, where's the rest of it? There's, the other food The other food was really uh, cheap, a lot cheaper, but... I found that when they eat the Lucy Pet, they they eat like half the amount. I mean, it's like it's just so much more filling for them. And, you know, the 15-year-old cats are like kittens again. I ordered it from them directly, and then I um, I set up a subscription with them so that they can just keep sending it to me when I run out. All right, so if you want to find Lucy Pet, Lucy Pet is available at many different places. And as I said, it's the food I feed my own pets. Lucy Pet Food is available at Amazon.com. It's available at Chewy.com. I want you to check out their website, see all the different varieties, LucyPetFood.com. Listen, guys, this is the food I feed my own pet. What does that tell you? It tells you there's not another food on the market that I believe in as much as I believe in Lucy Pet Food. Again, Lucy Pet Formers for Life Pet Food for your dog or cat with that prebiotic formula available at Amazon.com, available at Chewy.com, or check out LucyPetFood.com. That's LucyPetFood.com. Don't wait. Your dogs are waiting for their Lucy Pet Food now. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. Here's exciting news. You know my Hugs and Kisses vitamins have a 30-year record of keeping dogs and cats healthy and happy. But guess what? My new rescue dogs, Molly and Willie, inspired me to formulate a new improved Hugs and Kisses supplement. How do you upgrade such a successful product? Hugs and Kisses has added prebiotics and probiotics for improved gut health. Hugs and Kisses is now enriched with glucosamine and chondroitin to help treat and prevent issues with hips, joints, and bones. I boosted Hugs and Kisses vitamin content with vitamin C, zinc, folic acid, and biotin. Plus, Hugs and Kisses has added omega-3, 6, and 9, along with lecithin for improved skin health and much less shedding. I made sure they're free of wheat, corn, and soy. Hugs and Kisses are rich in essential antioxidants, optimizing your pet's health at any life stage. Keep your pets healthy and happy with tasty Hugs and Kisses treats every day. Available on Amazon, Walmart, Wish, or my website, thepetshow.com, or call 1-800-430-4847. That's 1-800-430-HUGS. Or log on to thepetshow.com. A new study says that cats show no preference for people who treat their owners positively or for those who behave negatively toward them. Researchers from Coyote University did a study and said cats don't care if, if people like their guardians or not. Independent cats. I don't think that's true. I don't buy it at all. Anyway, let me get back to the busy phone lines here. Let's go to uh, Delaware. Jared, welcome to the pet show. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I always appreciate the great content. It makes my hour drive home from work a little bit more bearable. Well, I appreciate that. How can I help you? So I have a newer puppy. We actually have two puppies with this one. Uh, so it's a German Shepherd Lab Blue Healer Mix. That's quite the combination there. I'm surprised the dog didn't call me about you, Jared. That's, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, So anytime, it doesn't usually happen to us because she's more comfortable with us, but anytime she sees somebody new, she gets so excited and she pees right there. And I can't tell everyone, you know, don't get excited whenever you get around the dog. We're just not sure how to, to really correct that because, I mean, she's doing pretty well in the potty training. So, I mean, that's not really the issue. It's just 
I guess your small bladder and getting excited. Well, it is, and you have to look at it from two points of view. First of all, if you try to correct the dog at that point, the dog's already excited, so to tell her no, fooey, bad dog, or whatever you're going to say, it's just going to get her more excited at that point. What I would try to do, if possible, I know it's an adorable puppy, and everyone wants to go see it. What I would try to do is give the, the puppy the opportunity to get over the fact that someone's there and then make the approach even closer. So she's already over that initial exuberance, so that when she goes to the person, there's less of a chance of her doing it. There's a real good possibility she's going to outgrow this. I don't want you to correct it at this point. I want you to basically ignore it and just clean it up. She's not doing it out of any spiteful reason. She just doesn't have the control at this point. And I don't want to make her more anxious or more nervous by saying no or trying to correct it. Chances are she'll outgrow it. However, one of the most important things that you can do is really build up the dog's confidence. Have you started your training with her yet? So we've done personal training. My wife has had a lot of dogs in, you know, okay. her life in the past. So we just kind of go off of, you know, what we've done. But I guess Phoenix is at the age now to where we can enroll her in classes. But, but you know, but just, that, 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 this is the important part here, Jared. When you're working with a dog like this and the importance of teaching it the basic obedience, I could care less whether it sits, rolls over, and speaks five different languages. But the importance of basic obedience, it gives you a way of, of controlling the dog and calming the dog down. So, for example, if we have a dog that's anxiety ping like your dog is, if the dog were trained properly at this point, what we could do is when a person approaches, we can say to the dog, sit and stay. And that gives the dog another direction or something to think about rather than just the anxiety of going to pee on a person. So I'd really like you to really focus on the basic training right now. Use that in conjunction with what I just recommended. And if you put all those pieces together, I promise you, all of your friends will have dry shoes. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for all your help. I appreciate it. Jared, don't go anywhere. What I'm going to do is you got a brand new puppy, and I'm sure you've had a lot of dogs in your life, and it's super, and I'm glad you and your wife enjoy the puppy, and I love the name. I had a dog named Phoenix for many, many years. How about if I send you a copy of my book on training and behavior? That'd be awesome. I'd really appreciate it. On its way to you, Jared, in Hartley, Delaware, and I appreciate that phone call. Hey, the phone number here, 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255. Uh, let me take a quick call from uh, from Mitchell in Vermont. Hey, Mitchell in Vermont, welcome to the Pet Show. Hi, Warren. Um, how are you? I am fine. How are you? Well, you know, I could be a little warmer, but, uh, <laughs> you know, that can wait, I suppose. Uh, so we've got a, a Russian blue, and he's about, I think, two years old. It's not confirmed because he just sort of showed up here, and uh, I'm just, I'm just a little concerned because he seems to be always hungry. And I'm just, I, I don't know if you could shed some light on why that. Yeah, what's his? Is he overweight? Is he underweight? Or is he a good weight? <sighs> he seems to be a really good weight. Honestly, he's fit. Um, he's definitely not, not what you say? It was a Russian, right? it's a Russian blue. So be what? 11, 12 pounds. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Okay. Here's what I'm going to recommend that you do. And this is really important. The first thing I want you to do is take a stool specimen into your veterinarian to make sure there's no type of worms or parasites there. That's number one. Number two is we want to make sure also, uh, now, now you've had the dog you showed him, the cat rather just showed up. So we don't know how much food the cat got when it was on its own, do we? No, we don't. So here's what I would do. I would feed the cat out of two dishes temporarily. Two dishes, each feeding, 
and I would feed the cat maybe three times a day, then you can back off and leave food down if you want. But let's get the cat right on track. And so he knows when his food goes down, that's when he eats. I wouldn't be leaving it down yet at this point. But it really does sound to me like it may be a cat that didn't necessarily have access to food all of the time. So when he did get the food, he would eat as much as he could possibly eat for survival. I would not be overly concerned at this point, but I would definitely drop a stool specimen into the vet just to make sure there's no type of parasite there uh, that's that like tapeworm or something like that, which will make him a lot more hungry. How's his water intake? Um, well, it seems to be about average. I can't, okay. I haven't really paid that much attention to it. Um, well, yeah, pay attention, pay attention to that. Cause if you notice him drinking a lot and eating a lot, then you might want to have him check for diabetes as well. But let's get the stool specimen at this point. Follow my advice, Mitchell. And I think you're going to be right on target. Thank you very much. Hey, don't go anywhere. Let's put Mitchell on hold in Vermont. And Mitchell, I am going to send you for your dog. I'm going to send some hemp seed, hemp seed calming oil for your puppy. And I appreciate that phone call. 877-725-8255 for your cat, I mean. 877-725-8255. Quick break, then right back to all of your phone calls. Great time to call me, 877-725-8255. Imagine being able to leave this world a better place than when you came in. For over 40 years now... Delta Rescue would have never been able to do the incredible work they do without you, my listeners, and your incredible support. My good friend, Leo Grillo, who I consider an extreme rescue hero, and by the way, Delta's founder, says, please, please, please put some of your life's work into helping their over 50 rescued dogs, cats, and horses into the future. That's why my wife and I have decided to make a personal bequest for Delta's rescued animals in my own estate planning. A bequest to Delta Rescue will make your legacy work for the animals, avoid fundraising costs, and provide tax benefits. Like any good parent, Leo needs to make sure that every one of the animals he rescued, from the deserts, the forests, the woods, all across the U.S., never have to worry again, and they don't. Delta Rescue is a top-ranked charity by CharityWatch.com, and they prove every single day that your donation dollars are hard at work. But even if you're not ready to make long-range plants, every donation is a chance to keep more than 1,500 abandoned cats, dogs, horses, happy and safe and loved for the first time in their lives. I want you to check out their website, Delta DeltaRescue.org, DeltaRescue.org. Read the stories on how these throwaway pets were in fact rescued. Then give them a call, 661-269-4010. Ask for details on how to include Delta's rescued animals in your estate plants like I did. Log on to DeltaRescue.org, that's DeltaRescue.org, or call them today at 661-269-4010, 661-269-4010. I'm Warren X9, this is The Pet Show. So why do dogs have tails? Do they need them? The tail is part of the dog's spine. It's made of muscles and vertebrae that allow the dog's tail to move. The tail isn't just an afterthought. It's an important part of your dog. In fact, it contains nerves that help the animal control its bowel movements. Your dog uses its tail for other physical functions as well. The appendage helps the dog balance. As your dog rolls from belly to its side, the tip of the tail might point forward. This helps him move gracefully without flopping over. Now, dogs that swim have thick, strong tails that help them steer in the water. Dogs that are native to 
cold climates have bushy tails that they use to protect their face from weather while they sleep. Some dogs, like Australian Shepherds, Brittany Spaniels, and Corgis, don't have any tails. In most cases, their tails have been bred out of them. So years ago in England, for example, if a dog had a tail, you'd have to pay a tax. So farm dogs and working dogs many, many centuries ago had their tails docked, which I'm 100% against. And again, the reason for that is if a dog did not have a tail in England years ago, it was considered a working dog, therefore no tax. If a dog did have a tail, it was a luxury, and you had to pay a tax on your dog's tail. A quick break, right back at you, Richard, John, Verl, and Kathy, 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255. I'm Warren Eckstein, you're listening to The Pet Show. you love animals, you have come to the right place. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show, America's first and only real pet psychology, training, behavior, lifestyle. So I got a question about your dog or cat's behavior. They're jumping, humping, digging, scratching, not using a litter box, hate your new boyfriend, hate your new girlfriend, you got a new cat and the old cat hates it. You got the idea. If you got a question about your pet, great time to give me a call. And just a reminder, everyone that calls into the pet show and does in fact get through to me live on the air today, will be getting a fabulous, fabulous gift, not for you, but for the beautiful dog or cat. Many of the items, as I said, are 25, 35, 40 bucks and more. Great time to give me a call. The phone number here, 877-725-8255. The question of the day, do cats love their guardians as much as dogs do? The phone number, 877-725-8255. That is the way to get through. Let me take a phone call right now. Let's start out this hour in uh, Richland, Washington with Verl. Hey, Verl, welcome to the Pet Show. Hi, how are you doing today? I could not be better, Varel. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I wanted to answer your question. I, I think that cats do love their guardians. I have a whole bunch of cats, and I've, I've rescued most of them, and they're always showing lots of affection for me. They sit on my lap. They like to sit on my lap a lot, and and you know, I think they really do love me. You know. <laughs> hey, listen. You got you're preaching to the choir with me. I, I, you know, sometimes I believe cats have different ways of expressing their love to the people that they live with. Uh, but I'm a hundred percent. You know, some of those people that say that cats are not as affectionate as dogs and cats are not as smart as dogs. And I always joke that the difference between a dog and a cat is when you call your dog, he comes to you. When you call your cat, it's kind of like they take a message and get back to you a little bit later in the day. Um, but that's just the way they are. So I agree with you a hundred percent. But what do you? Do you find that people, I don't want to say make funny, but do you think people think you're a little eccentric because of your relationship with your cats? Uh, some people might think that, yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. But I, and I, I don't care. You know, no, I, I love my cats, and I, 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 I like to be with them a lot, you know. And so you find that the cats that you believe, as I do, that cats love their guardians just as much as dogs do? Oh, yeah, if not more. If not, more is right. Hey, Verl, don't go anywhere. Let's put Verl on hold. Verl, I'm going to send you a T-shirt that says, None of my friends walk upright on its way to you. I appreciate that phone call. 877-725-8255. The take-home message is, 
that dogs are living creatures and need something to occupy their time just as we do. Many of the modern-day dog psychosis seem to stem from or are aggravated by an inappropriate, unstimulating lifestyle. It benefits dogs to be gainfully employed in something to have a job. I talk about this all the time. I would say that 85% of behavioral issues with our dogs and cats they don't have enough things to do. They're mentally not stimulated. You hear me talk about cardboard boxes for cats. Give your dog a job. Teach him something new. Take him someplace different. The more stimulation you give him, the less apt there are to be problems in the future. 877-725-8255, the phone number. Uh, we're going to start out with uh, Richard in Canyon City, Colorado. Hey, Richard, welcome to the show. Hey, Warren. How are you doing? I could not be better, Richard. I am having such a good day. How about you? Good, good. Hey, my cat wants to say hi to you. Hang on. I'm not going anywhere. Oh, thank you. Meow back at you. First, <laughs> the first conversation I had with a cat all morning. What kind of cat okay. is it, Richard? What kind of cat is it? Uh, he's a tuxedo cat. Uh, he's, he's pretty large. He's about 20 pounds. He got in a fight with a raccoon couple of months back and I had to get him in the cat carrier and it was a mess. I bet. Um, he bit right through a welding glove I had on. He, he loves me and, and, and I love him. But uh, I was wondering about how to uh, get him loaded up in the cat carrier. Yeah, see, the thing is, Richard, that generally speaking, the only time the cat sees the carrier is when he's going to the veterinarian. If the only time I saw a car was when I was going to the doctor, I guarantee you, I'm not going to be thrilled about getting in the car. So what I would do is I would leave the carrier out. I would leave it open. I would put treats and toys in there, maybe even a little blanket for him, and let him go in and out at will. And I'll get more comfortable okay. about being in there. So in other words, the whole concept is let him associate the carrier. You might have to get a new one if he already associates the old one with bad things. Right. But once you get the cat, get the cat to understand that the carrier many times is a fun, good place, it'll be a whole lot easier. So if he wants to go in there and get a treat, if he wants to go in there and you want to pet him, if you want to put an article of your uh, T-shirt or sweatshirt of yours in there, that'll make all the difference. what? Because once he's comfortable in the cat carrier, it makes life easier. And it's such an important point because so many more dogs get to see the veterinarians than cats do. A lot of people, a lot of people are less apt to bring their cats to the vet because it's, it's more of a hassle. They got to get the cat to get in the carrier. They got to like the carrier. So in other words, getting the cat to ad adapt to the carrier is, is exactly 100% the right thing to do, Richard. No, oh, thank you. Thank you, Warren. You, hey, you by the way. Yeah, go ahead. His name, his name is Rainbow Princess Fluffy Pants. There you go, Rainbow <laughs> Princess. I had Princess on Rainbow. Yeah. Prin what do you yeah. call him though? Princess. What do you call him? Uh, I call him Tipper. <laughs> All these names. Um, only in America. Hey, Richard, don't go anywhere. Let's put Richard on hold. We're going to send Richard for his cat. I am going to send Richard. You know what, Richard? I'm going to send you. I'm going to send you a jar of hugs and kisses for your cat on its way to you. He'll love you even more than he already does, I promise. Hey, the phone number here, 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255. That is the way to get through. Plenty of time for your calls. Lots of great stuff to give away. We got uh, John. We got Richard. We got Kathy in Nebraska. Uh, we got John in the state of Washington. Let me just talk about this. Take a break. Now we get to all your calls. I don't want to rush anyone. Can dogs have autism? And autism research and education advances, communities are becoming more familiar with how the condition affects people and their relationship with other people. 
They're also discovering that dogs can experience a similar way of seeing and reacting to the world. It's not surprising that the question of whether or not dogs can truly have autism is being raised with frequency. In the world of veterinary medicine, symptoms similar to autism in dogs are referred to as canine dysfunctional behavior. Canine dysfunctional behavior. But again, the thing is that as many of these behaviors are being are being brought more to the surface, they're very similar in terms of a dog's response. So the question comes up, could dogs have autism? I guess the answer is still kind of maybe. 877-725-8255. The question of the day, pretty simple. Do cats love their guardians as much as dogs do? I want to know. Give me a call. Uh, still coming up on today's show, we're going to talk about conditioning. What is it all about? Oh, let me just share this with you guys. This is horrible. I got a, a, a message this morning. On my uh, on my Facebook page. By the way, if you're not following me on Facebook, you should be Facebook.com/slash/thePetShow. Don't forget that THG. I share a lot of information there during the week. And this came across. Jiffy was put to sleep. He was adopted and snapped at the vet. This is an eight-month-old Chihuahua mix that was brought to a veterinarian at the vet shelter. Uh, he was already adopted by someone. When he went into the vet. The, 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 the uh, guardian was not allowed to be there, obviously, with the COVID. The dog uh, snapped at the veterinarian while getting his shots because he was scared, and the veterinarian decided to put him to sleep on the spot. Hmm. I'm sorry, he's nine months old. The nine-month-old Chihuahua mix snaps at the vet, and the vet decides to kill him. Unbelievable story unbelievable story. We've taken some action and we'll follow through on it. But shame, 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 shame is all I can say. What an unbelievable story. Hey, again, the phone number here, 877-725-8255. You know what? Let me do this. Let me take a quick break now so I don't have to rush anybody. We come back. We got John, uh, John and Kathy and another John and Richard. We'll get to all your calls right after this. A quick break, then right back at your phone calls. Okay. Cat litter. Many of you have been listening to me and watching me for many, many, many years. You know, you watched me for 15 years as the pet authority on Live with Regis and Kathy Lee, for 16 years as the, uh, uh, the pet authority on the Today Show, on the Creature Keeper, on the new Mickey Mouse Club, and listening to the radio. Actually, this year, actually next year, we start our 40th year on the radio. And in all those years, the one thing you never heard me recommend or talk about was cat litter. Why? Because I never found one I can truly endorse. Well, now I have. Lucy Pets Cat's Incredible Cat Litter, the first and only litter I recommend for many different reasons. First of all, let's talk about ammonia, which I call the silent pet killer. Exposure to ammonia is unhealthy, not only for our pets, but unhealthy for people as well. Lucy Pets Cat's Incredible Cat Litter, and I want you to listen to the words I use, prevents ammonia from forming in the first place. It's not like it's covering it up. It's not like it's getting rid of it. It's actually preventing the ammonia from forming. Ammonia happens to be the main cause of litter box odors. But with Lucy Pets Cat's Incredible Cat Litter keeping that box ammonia free, the litter's going to stay fresher longer, keeping your house smelling exactly the way you would want your house to smell. Cat's Incredible is safe, it's reliable, can be used with all cats. So you might be saying, okay, Warren, why do cats really prefer Lucy Pets Cat's Incredible Litter over the other litters? It's made with sodium bentonite clay, which, by the way, is a behaviorist I can tell you cats really do prefer. Even those finicky felines will be amazingly happy with their new litter. So let's talk about healthy cats, because we all want our cats to be healthy. 
Ammonia can quickly build up in both ordinary clay and many of those alternative litters you guys might be using. This can actually cause respiratory illness, digestive problems, and many, many other ailments in your cats. Just another reason to switch to Lucy Pet's Cat's Incredible Cat Litter, the only one I recommend and endorse. It's environmentally sourced and made right here in America. Lucy Pet's Cat's Incredible Cat Litter should be the litter in your cat's litter box. Lucy Pet's Cat's Incredible Litter is available at Amazon.com. It's available at Chewy.com or check it out along with their other great products at their website, LucyPet.com. So check out Lucy Pet's Cat's Incredible Cat Food. I'm sorry, Lucy Pet's Cat's Incredible Cat Litter at Amazon.com, Chewy.com, or LucyPet.com. You can also check out their cat food there as well. I'm Warren X9. This is The Pet Show. Here's exciting news. You know my Hugs and Kisses vitamins have a 30-year record of keeping dogs and cats healthy and happy. But guess what? My new rescue dogs, Molly and Willie, inspired me to formulate a new improved Hugs and Kisses supplement. How do you upgrade such a successful product? Hugs and Kisses has added prebiotics and probiotics for improved gut health. Hugs and Kisses is now enriched with glucosamine and chondroitin to help treat and prevent issues with hips, joints, and bones. I boosted Hugs and Kisses vitamin content with vitamin C, zinc, folic acid, and biotin. Plus, Hugs and Kisses has added omega-3, 6, and 9, along with lecithin for improved skin health and much less shedding. I made sure they're free of wheat, corn, and soy. Hugs and Kisses are rich in essential antioxidants, optimizing your pet's health at any life stage. Keep your pets healthy and happy with tasty Hugs and Kisses treats every day. Available at Amazon, Walmart, Wish, or my website, thepetshow.com, or call 1-800-430-4847. That's 1-800-430-HUGS. Or log on to thepetshow.com. Back on The Pet Show, I'm Warren Eckstein. The phone number here, 877-725-8255. I'm getting right back to the phones. Let me just remind everyone that we love our dogs 24-7, seven days a week. I share a tremendous amount of information every day on social media. So you can uh, you can go to my social media pages. The Facebook page is facebook.com slash The Pet Show. Don't forget that T-H-E, The Pet Show. Or Instagram or Twitter is simply at Warren Eckstein, E-C-K-S-T-E-I-N. Follow me there. I do share a lot of information during the week. Let me get right back to the busy phones. we got John, Steve, Kathy, John. Right now we're going to John in Lake Ozark, Missouri. Hey, John, welcome to the Pet Show. Hi, Warren. How are you? I could not be better, John. How about yourself? Oh, same way, same way. I was going to tell you a story about a cat that showed up around my place. Uh, while I'm ready. We adopted. It's... Uh, was a wild cat. It appeared. It was starving. It was the skinniest cat I'd ever seen, but it was an amazing looking cat. It was white. I, I think you would call it a calico. Had brown patches, caramel sure. patches on it, uh, but it wouldn't let me get anywhere near it. But it was so skinny, I felt sorry for it. So I went and bought a bag of cat food. I've never really had a. I love animals, but I've never really had a, a pet as an adult, but decided, yeah, I can't let this cat starve. So I started putting out food for it, and sure enough, it took a while, but uh, there were a few times I would see it eating the food. The food was always gone, but I wasn't sure the cat was eating it. But then it just started showing up more and more around my place. So I slowly and very sneakily started putting the food closer and closer to the porch, and it took probably six months. But finally, that cat would appear on my porch every evening when I got home from work, and I would feed it. And... It still kept its distance, a few feet. But uh, after probably a few months of that, I decided, okay, I'm going to pet you. I want to pet you. I'm going to pet you. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, sure enough, 
I put the food down and put it beside me, and I sat right there, and that cat came up and ate and then let me pet it. And it was really pretty cool. And now it loves to be petted. We pretty much adopted this cat. We eventually took it to a veterinary and uh, got it fixed. Don't want any, any kittens around, but sure. uh, got all its spots. And I asked my daughter what well, we're going to name it because it was pretty much our cat. We had adopted it at that point. So she suggested Patches. And that name stuck. And now Patches is just a, almost a favorite child around this, this oh, place. What a great yeah. story, John. <laughs> see, I mean, but see, people don't understand. Very often, the dog or the cat, the stray that we see in the neighborhood, we don't know what they've been through. We don't know if they've been bullied by people, bullied by other animals. People threw things at them. People scared them. Uh, you know, gosh only knows what happened to them. And it takes a lot of patience and, and, and a lot of love and a heart like yours, John, and I mean this seriously, to take the time. To take the time to, to bring them in. Now, I've worked, I've had dogs and cats I've rescued over the years, some of which have taken me a year and a half or two years. That I've taken, I've taken some dogs out of horrible dog fighting rings and, and, and rescued them. And, and some of them have taken me long periods of time to adjust and, and get them to the point where they're, they're feeling comfortable around people and other animals. But it's well worth it. I mean, if people would only understand, for some reason, uh, we expect our pets to be perfect. We're not, we're not even close to it. We expect them to adjust adapt right away. They learn through association. So what happens is every time the cat associated something positive with John, he gained a little bit more confidence, a little bit more confidence, and ultimately he fell in love with you as much as you fall in love with him. Yeah, and it's a she. It's a she. And well, <laughs> Most calicos, almost 99% of calicos are female. Very rare oh, you'll okay. see a male calico cat. Okay. Very, very rare. Okay. What's the cat's name? Patches. My daughter oh, right. Pat Patches. Patches. Yeah, anyway, John, I'm trying to think of what I want to send you. John, do you, would you like a copy of my cat book so you understand cats inside out? Oh, that'd be great. Thank you. Oh, no, thank you for taking this cat. And I'm sure Patches has the life of Riley right now. For those people that remember, the life of Riley, if you're not too young. So let me do this, John. Let me put you on hold, and I'm going to send you. Uh, Keith's going to pick up, and I'm going to send you a copy of How to Get Your Cat to Do What You Want. And again, bless you for taking this cat in. Patience time. Do you know how? That's why I love you guys. You know, I get a lot of praise and pats on my back, but it's you guys that deserve it. The animals that you save. I mean, you listen to the show. How many of my listeners have rescued a dog, rescued a cat, took a dog off the street, saved a cat here, went to the shelter? You guys are absolutely amazing. So when you put your heads on the pillow at night, thank yourselves because I bless every single one of you for all the animals you've saved since I've been on the air with you, and that's 40-some-odd years. Hey, the phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255. Quick break, then right back to all your phone calls. Kathy, you're going to be up next on Warren. Next time you're listening to the pet show. If you grew up like I did with Rin Tin Tin and Sergeant Preston of the Yukon and Fury and Flick, I you know, every Saturday morning I would watch Rin Tin Tin. I would go out in my backyard and I was rusty and my little chubby female German Shepherd Smokey was Rin Tin Tin and boy did we take on the world. And we won most of the time as well. Hey, the phone number here at the Petro got a pet question, want to share a great story, you want to answer my question, do dogs uh, do cats love uh, the people they live with as much as dogs do? Give me a call, let me know. I'll send you a great gift. The phone number 877 725 825 
877-725-8255. That is the way to get through. Let me get back to the phones here. Let's go to my friend John in Pasco, Washington. Hey, John, welcome to the show. Hi, Warren. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How about you? Okay. Uh, we have a Vizsla that's uh, six years old. A great breed of dog, by the way. I, I worked with the Vizslas, the Hungarian Vizslas, when I was in Hungary. Uh, for those people that don't know what a Vizsla looks like, <laughs> don't get mad at me, John. But I'm going to describe it as a faded Weimaran. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, great, a great breed of dog, by the great breed of dog, by the way. I love them. I worked with them. Very, very smart. So, what's your he, question he's for me? Great dog, no problems. But uh, two months ago or so, he uh, he went down with my son to uh, Boise and lived in an apartment down there with him for a while. And he didn't have that this problem down there. But he's come back now with, his, with, with my son for about three weeks, and he started peeing and pooping on the floor. And uh, he's got a doggy door that he can go out anytime, which he always has before. And, uh, and then now, so, so we've been watching him, and, and we've been opening the door for him, but then he'll stand right on, outside the sliding glass door and wait there until we come out. And then he'll go out in the yard and go to the bathroom. All right, John, when he was uh, living with your son for the period of time he was living with your son, um, how, how consistent is your son about taking him out on a regular basis and walking with him? They, they were very much. Uh, he was. Uh, he took him for walks. All, okay, so all. in other words, he wasn't having accidents at your son's? No. no. Okay, so here's, here's... The other big thing that's changed in his life, and I don't know how if this has any connection to it at all, is that he used to run after everything you'd throw, you know, ball, stuffed toy, whatever. And and now he'll bring you those items, but if you throw them, he won't go after them anymore. That's kind of interesting. I mean, you know, I, I, he doesn't seem to have a lack of in, in, energy or anything. No, he, he looks good. He feels good. He's been to the vet, so I'm sure he's fine. Let's take care of the housebreaking scenario at first. What often happens when you have a dog that lives at one location and they go to another location for a period of time, when they come back to the location they felt most comfortable with for a long period of time, it's not unusual for them to regress on housebreaking as a way of becoming territorial and marking their territory. So here's what I want you to do. I want you at least temporarily to take the doggy door if you can tape it up during the day so we can go in and out frequently that would be important the second thing i would like you to do is make sure wherever he's had accidents since he's been back with you john you clean those accidents up with a really good stain and odor remover available at a pet store you don't want to use what you have under the cupboard you don't want to use like mr clean top job all of those products contain ammonia and by using those to clean up you're actually putting down the same scent you're trying to lift re- uh, causing the dog to go back again so what I would do is no, I would clean yeah, up. We have, we have done that. I have okay, done that. So, yeah. Okay, good. So with, clean up all those areas. And here's the next thing I want you to do. The next time the dog has an accident, take him to a different location in the same room. I want you to put his leash and his collar on and tie him up, obviously giving him enough room to stand up and lie down. Just tie him up for like 10 minutes. At the time you tie him up, pick up his mess. If it's urine, just dab a little up with a paper towel. If it's poop, just a small amount. Put it in front of him just out of his reach and leave him there for 20 minutes. Come back every 10 minutes and say no. What we're doing here now, John, listen to psychology here. If we bring the dog to the mess, all we're doing is saying it's bad to go in that spot. 
What we want to do is let the dog know it's bad to go inside. Now, I can guarantee you that your dog is not pooping or peeing anywhere near his food dish, is he? No, no. So when he has an accident, if we take just a little bit of his dry food, but the first thing I want you to do is try the poop or the, or the urine. If that doesn't work, I want you to do that for about a week. If that doesn't work, the next thing I want you to do is where he has had accidents, I want you to take some of his dry food after you've cleaned it up and put some of his dry food in the area where the accident actually took place. When he sees his food there, he'll stop going, but you may pick up another area. You may have to put his food down in the second area. But this is a real, as long as you're telling me, John, that the dog is healthy, this is a sure cure. First, by making him stay with his own mess, not where he had it by moving him to a different location in the same room for 10 or 15 minutes, that'll make a lot of difference. However, if for some reason that's not working, just putting some of his food in the area where he went and spending more time with him there, playing with him there, that will get the problem over and done with. I can pretty much guarantee you if you follow that advice within 12 to 14 days, you will once again, John, be walking around your home in Pasco, Washington without your shoes. Okay, thanks very much. Don't go anywhere, John. What I want to do is I'm going to put you on hold. Let's put John on hold. John, I'm going to send you a copy of my book, How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want. There's a whole chapter in there on housebreaking regressions, what you need to do. It's not the dog's fault. He's just a little confused at this point. Once we get him back on track, you will be absolutely fine. Appreciate that phone call, by the way. Hey, the phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255. 8255. I want you to listen to me carefully because this is about my own brand new hugs and kisses supplement. So listen carefully. You know, my name is on the label. My reputation is on the line. And for over 40 years, that promise I made with hugs and kisses, vitamin, mineral supplements for dogs and cats. Now what I've done is I've listened to you. I've taken your suggestions from over the years and have upgraded this favorite product. So right now, I'm introducing to all of you the brand new, improved, four-in-one Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treat, one for dogs and one for cats. Hugs and Kisses now enriched with glucosamine and chondroitin to help treat and prevent issues with hips, joints, and bones. I added prebiotics as well as probiotics to the new four-in-one to improve gut health and increase the absorption of vitamins and minerals from your pet's regular diet. The brand new Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Supplement is boosted with vitamin C, zinc, folic acid, and biotin. Hugs and Kisses is boosted with vitamin C, as I said, and biotin is so important. Hugs and Kisses now has added omega-3, 6, and 9, along with lecithin. And I'm telling you, there is nothing better for your dog or cat skin and coat than lecithin. Improved skin condition, shedding down to a bare minimum, hairballs a thing of the past, no dry skin, no dander, it is all gone. I eliminated wheat, corn, and soy, the most common food allergies for pets. My hugs and kisses will optimize your pet's health at any stage with essential antioxidants to fortify the nutritional needs of both dogs and cats. So, here's what you need to do. Keep your dogs and cats happy. Keep your dogs and cats healthy by feeding them my brand new four-in-one Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treats every day. My Hugs and Kisses are now available at Amazon.com. They're also available at Walmart.com, Wish.com, or my own website, ThePetShow.com. Don't forget that T-H-E, ThePetShow.com. Or you can call my office directly at one 800 430 4847 
That's 1-800-430-HUGS. If you want to keep your dogs and your cats healthy, happy, and living a long, healthy life, then Hugs and Kisses should be part of their daily treat every day. Hugs and Kisses available at Amazon, Walmart, Wish, or on my website, thepetshow.com. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. Let me get right back to the phone lines here. I see my friend Kathy in Nebraska is back. Kathy, you hung up on me, Kathy. What happened? I'm still here. Okay, what can I do for you? Well, I have a great Pyrenees puppy. She is six months old. Her name is Lucy. Hi, Crumb. And um, we live here and have a couple other dogs in the house. But Lucy seems to defend her food a little, um, a lot. Uh, if, there's some, if there's so, like she'll defend a sandwich my husband is eating by, you know, piercing the other dog's jowls. I mean, breaking the skin. Yeah, I guess she has a she has on a couple occasions. Okay, first of all, you said the the uh, the uh, Great Pyrenees is how old? Six months old. Yes. Have you been working with her training wise? I've had her for two months, and um, we walk, and she's she's really good on the leash. Well, you've had her since she's four months old. Where did she come from? Uh, we got her after Christmas. We had just moved. Um, we'd lost our carcass spaniels and waited until we moved and figured that after Christmas there would be some dogs that were, you know, would need new homes after they were surprised Christmas so you, gifts. So you adopted her? Yeah. Okay, great. Let's go over a few things. I don't know the dog's background. I don't know if you know the dog's background, but I don't know the dog's background. Generally speaking, when you have a dog that's possessive of their food, one or two things happened. Either they weren't getting enough food, there was a large litter of puppies, so they had to fight for the mom's teats, and if one of the dogs was pushed away, very often they come, become more possessive. It's a very easy problem to resolve. What you need to do is you need to feed the dog out of two or three dishes, not more food. We don't want a chubby Great Pyrenees. Great breed also. I worked with them in Europe. But I want you to feed the dog out of two or three dishes. And then gradually you can take the dishes away. Once she realizes that the food is always there and no one's taking it away, the possessiveness will be gone. In terms of the reason I asked you about the training, if she's showing aggression to the other dogs when your husband's eating a sandwich, for example, and you say no, 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 you're creating more of an aggressive situation. If you have the ability to tell the dog, down and stay or go to your whatever you do it gives you control over the dog without overreacting and causing more assertive behavior on her part towards the other dogs so at this point i really recommend you do some good solid basic training in your home with the whole family doing it the same way feed out of several different dishes and you should be pretty much right on target kathy what i'm going to do is i'm actually going to put you on hold now i'm going to send you a copy of how to get your dog to do what you want i love you people Nebraska. I got a lot of family in Omaha. Uh, what I'm going to do is send you a copy of how to get your dog to do what you want. I want you to start the training. Have, make it fun. It's a six-month-old puppy. Make the training fun. Follow through on what I just said about the food aggression. It's something I deal with a lot because so many of my listeners have rescued or saved dogs or cats' lives that have never had enough food. They come into a home. Now they get food. They see other dogs or cats. They have to fight on the streets. They feel really possessive over it. So follow my advice and I promise you, your dogs will be eating neck and neck and also so your husband will be able to eat his sandwich without the dogs getting into a fight. But just be consistent. Make sure that every time the dog reacts, you react as well. Phone number here, 877-725-8255. Okay, let's talk about Lucy Pet Food. 
Is there anybody out there that doesn't want their dog or cat to be as healthy as they possibly can? The health of your dogs and cats is no different than the health of you and I. What we eat is what we are. And let me tell you, there's not another dog food or cat food on the market that compares with Lucy Petformas like pet food. Why? Because it has that incredible prebiotic balanced fiber, which actually supports and feeds the probiotic bacteria. It's a food I feed my own rescues, Molly and Willie, but I don't want you to take my word alone. I actually want you to listen to one of my listeners and what they had to say once they started feeding their pets Lucy Petformas Life Pet Someone Food. Someone gave me a bag of that Lucy dog food, and my and my dog loved it. I mean, right away, you know. And I noticed that uh, the ingredients, everything. And then I, I saw all the nutritional value about the healing, the gut, everything, you know. And I said, man, I got to get this dog food. And you made a right decision. Let me tell you, there's not another dog food on the market that even comes close to Lucy Pet Food. As I said, it's the food I feed my own pets. It's the food you should be feeding your dogs and cats as well. Nothing else on the market even comes close. Now, let me tell you, Lucy Pet Food is available at Amazon.com. It's also available at Chewy.com. Or you can check out their website, which is LucyPet.com, LucyPet.com. I'm telling you, once you see the prebiotic formula, once your dogs or cats start eating Lucy Pet Food, you'll see the difference right away. So get your Lucy Pet Formula for Life Pet Food today. As I said, available at Amazon.com, Chewy.com, or check out their website at LucyPet.com. I'm Warren time. This is The Pet Show. Ah, there's no such thing as an ugly dog. You know, you hear me talk a lot about counter-conditioning, so listen carefully. As a dog trainer slash behavior consultant, nothing intrigues me more than changing dogs, altering their behavior, and changing their emotions from the inside out. I tend to see barking, lunging, growling as the outward manifestation of an inward turmoil that needs to be addressed. If you have a dog that is reactive towards something, be it another dog, strangers, or some other stimuli in his environment, should not worry about suppressing the outward manifestations, but rather changing the underlying emotions. As your work on this, outward manifestations will fade and extinguish over time. Counter-conditioning is the conditioning of an unwanted behavior or response to a stimulus into a wanted behavior or response by the association of positive actions and results. Counter-conditioning works for people as well as our pets, but I use it an awful lot with, with animals especially. If there's something they're afraid of, if there's something they react aggressively towards, there's generally a reason they react that way. And most people try to correct that behavior by saying no, jerking the dog on the collar, shaking a can, or God knows what else they're doing. The right way to deal with it is to whatever is making the dog fearful is to turn that into a positive. For example, if he barks at the neighbor next door, introduce him to the neighbor. Have the neighbor give him a treat. Have the neighbor talk to him so he associates the neighbor with a positive versus a negative. That's what you need to do. It makes all the difference in the world. We are just about out of time. Check out the website thepetshow.com or facebook.com slash thepetshow. Until next week, give all your pets a big hug and a kiss for you. One right between the ears for me. I'm Warren Eckstein. And yes, you've been listening to The Pet Show.